grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, geez, Aaron. <sighs> You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What's up? What? What's up? Oh, this is even more funny than I can explain. That's you see that? If you heard that phone call that was coming in, that was coming in from Aaron Oster. So technically, I was about to say it was episode number one of Jobbing Out because for a second there, I was the only one that was actually here to do the show. But no, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun Rolling Stone. Yes who apparently is somewhere where his connection disappears. So we could be doing that literally the entirety of this show. It could be it's nothing. It's quite possible. Nothing. I don't know what's going on. Never happened this way before. We'll but, see what uh, happens. Yeah. Um, real quick, we're going to make our SummerSlam picks here in a minute. Uh, Brandon's supposed to be joining us. AJ, God knows. Um, uh, here's the deal. Uh, a couple of you messaged me last week like, hey, is the show really like going to end? I, no, that's not our intent. We're doing everything in our power in order to give you shows every week. They might not sound like normal shows for a little while. They might be a little bit of a clusterfuck. We're going to do our best to make it through that. Hopefully at some point in the future, uh, schedules line up a little bit better and we can do uh, some more things. AJ's out on tour right now. Aaron's working for another show. And, and Brandon, I actually have no idea. I mean, we, that, 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 <laughs> with the, I don't know what that's all about at all. He um, has cancer. He does have cancer. There is that. we got to give him that. Um, there goes Aaron again. <laughs> he literally is disappearing every couple of seconds. Um, which is fun. It's fun. So we call him back and you get to hear that noise on the Skype because that's what we're doing. Um, yeah. So we're, this is what we've got. I, I don't know what else to say. This is what we've got. Um, oh, I see what's happening. I think, I think oh. I see what's happening for some reason. My Skype on my phone and my Skype on the computer are like synced up. Oh, That'd be a problem. Yeah. So it's not on my end. It's on your end. Yeah, I don't. You're the asshole. I, well, I'm time. not. I also don't know this for certain. But can I force stop Skype on my phone? Is that if you if you sign out of Skype on your phone? I sign out. Ah, yeah. Sign out. I like out that. On it. I like that. Sign out of Skype on my phone. That's a great idea. Hopefully, yes. then that won't be an issue. And then if it happens again, we'll know it was on you and not on me at all. Well, there we go. All right. Uh, so here's the deal. We're just going to do our best to uh, to make some SummerSlam picks and talk about what's uh, supposed to be a big week. We normally like these shows to be big and have great guests and things along those lines. But we're just in the situation that we are. And we hope that it's not like this forever. Uh, hopefully, this is just a momentary thing where a couple of weeks where shows were imperfect. We still had some good guests. Nope. Not on me. <laughs> It ain't on me, Dick. I not on me. It's on you, a hole. Because I <laughs> signed out of Skype on my phone and it continued to happen. So go f yourself. Um, the point that I'm trying to make is hopefully it'll be. And we still have great guests in the coming. Like I know Hornswoggle is joining us in a couple weeks. I know. Nice. Um, we have some other things. Uh, I've been talking to somebody who's 
even more significant than that um, who's coming to town soon. And, uh, you know, we're working on it. Hopefully these things will pan out. We'll see. Um, Would it be a certain political figure? A political figure? There's a political figure coming to town who happens to be in wrestling. I'll just say it. They, they, uh, oh, FCW no, yeah. I, the Legends yeah, announced Kane. Yeah, that is cool, but unfortunately, apparently, you have to uh, go through WWE for oh. that one. That's, uh, that's the bummer there. I did actually reach out to the uh, city of, or the county of Knoxville <laughs> to, uh, to see about that, but, uh, not meant to be, man. Not meant to be. At least not that way or this time. So we'll see. Hopefully, that could still happen. I would love to chat. Are you kidding me? I'd love to chat with Kane. Yeah, that'd be um, awesome. That would be um, that would be great. All right, uh, let, get your thoughts in before we start making our picks. Uh, no, you can't get your thoughts in because you're just going to disconnect again. That's the way that's going to go. Oh my God, this is a nightmare. This is a nightmare. I have no idea what to make of it. It is a disaster. We're going to call Aaron back one more time, and we will see what happens. Hopefully, hopefully. It will actually work. Dude, you're going to ruin the whole... Like, even the bastardized version of the show we're trying to do, you're trying to ruin that. Yeah, I, I don't know. This, is hap- this has never happened before in yeah. the times we've done this. I, so. I don't know. All right, uh, quickly, your thoughts on what we saw this week. Obviously, the big storyline is that we have the Roman Reigns-Daniel Bryan build, except we... We don't. Like It's like we have the build, but we don't have the match. So, I mean, look, I'm not against letting this draw out. I also liked, uh, I don't know if you saw the, the internet-only video from Daniel Bryan where he was all indignant and he was all upset and rightfully pointed out that Buddy Murphy only said something after Roman Reigns tortured him, which is not a proper way of interrogation. Right. Um, so so I, you- I do like that they're drawing it out. And you know what? I don't mind that it would be Daniel Bryan. Because we were, we were talking about it last week, how, you know, who could it be other than Joe? We didn't throw out Brian, but... I still have a lot of problems here. I still have a lot oh, of problems Oh, there, there are a lot of problems with the execution. No, not sure. even just with the execution. Just with... There's still a boatload of problems here. Um, Brandon actually, like, I'll give him credit, although he's not here, so I'll take that credit right back. Um, like, 20 minutes after we finished taping last week's show, was like, dude, I think it's Daniel Bryan. And I said, oh, yeah, sure, that makes all the sense in the world, right? Daniel Bryan's yeah. been teasing this announcement, doesn't make it, this would be different, right? Like, there's a lot of sense to that if it were to be Daniel Bryan. That being said, um, like, you, it's still the same problem that I suggested. You can't tease Samoa Joe Roman Reigns and then take it away. That's you not, can do it if you're giving us Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns. That, I think you can. That's still a, that is an acceptable. You never got swap. a payoff to the great work that you did leading up to Samoa Joe Roman Reigns. It's never there. It was pointless. There was no reason to do it. It was wasted. Um, and it appears though a lot of things have been done on the fly in the last couple of weeks. And yeah, some, supposedly Vince, right. two hours before the show, tore it up on SmackDown. Right, and some of this good, some of this bad. But it's a bad thing to give me a match that I would want, do real work for it, and then say, yeah, but no, we're not going to do it. Did they, well, here's the thing. Did they do real work for that one? Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I think I'm, I don't agree with you saying that they did real work. They did the, the initial attack. We assumed it was Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe did the I didn't do it. No, Samoa, Joe and, Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns have been interacting with each other for a week before that. 
What are you talking a about? Week. I, this isn't like a, a month-long build. Nobody's saying it's a month-long like, build. a little bit but interacting. It's, it's but multiple I, I weeks. It's a huge build. It's multiple weeks of Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe, two of the biggest stars on the show, interacting with each other for a logical match that you're just going to rip apart. There's no reason to do it this way. There's If you were ever going to get the Roman Reigns Daniel Bryan, which, again, we still don't know what's going on here, there's no need to have a Samoa Joe swerve. Tease. There's just yeah. no need for that. Well, they, they wanted the, you know, they wanted the tease. They wanted to have someone and then have the swerve. They That's so wildly unnecessary. It's Roman it, Reigns and Daniel Bryan. What the fuck do you need a swerve for? Yeah, well, None. Look, Zero. If, if we have Heyman and Bischoff involved, we don't know how involved Bischoff is right now. Yeah. But it's a very Heyman and Bischoff thing, let's be honest here. And that's not good. It's not right. good to present something that I would want and then take it away from me. That's not good. Don't do that. That's the similar problems we've been talking to with all these other things. This thing you put out there that people would actually want and then take it away. Even if you give something that's just as good, if not better... Don't tell me that I could have something that I would actually want and then take it away from me. That's not smart. That's just bad booking. Um, the best way that this could have panned out and the way that it seemed like it was going to pan out was that they left, the sage was set, they still could have done Roman Reigns Samoa Joe. As of Monday night, before they did right. the, the, the car thing, they could have still done Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe with Samoa Joe being pissed off that Roman Reigns is accusing him despite him not being the guy, you could have had that match at SummerSlam and then had the reveal that it was Daniel Bryan. Yeah, and that's and the play right there. That's, You're absolutely that's right That's what you that. do in this situation. It cleans up everything very nicely where you get both things out of this. It's logical. It all makes sense. To do this the week leading up to SummerSlam, now you you never built a match. I mean, I like I assume Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan are having it's, a match. It's not announced. But that's it's not announced, and Daniel Bryan is still denying he did it. So as far as I'm concerned, like they shouldn't have it at SummerSlam. Okay, so now you're There's gonna have no a pay per now you're gonna have a pay per view with no Roman Reigns or Daniel Bryan. Well, and, and that's a problem. <laughs> that so like none of this is logical. This is yeah. all bad. Now yes. again, the Roman Reigns v Daniel Bryan as a concept, not bad. Something that you would want. This is. This is unthinkable almost that you could put yourself in that. Like, how could you be three days away from a pay-per-view and not have Roman Reigns or Daniel Bryan on the card? Like, how does that No happen? Roman Reigns, no Daniel Bryan, no Miz. Could you imagine saying that leading up to WrestleMania? It's insane. It's insane at all times. It's insane. And we're yeah, saying that but I mean, all... I mean, we're talking about leading up to WrestleMania, we would have assumed all three of those guys could have been in title matches. Right. And we're all agreeing, by the way, like, we, as we say that it's insane... We all agree that it's a great re a SummerSlam card. That there's a lot that we like sure. on this card. But this is Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and sure, throwing the Miz as well. But he's not, you know, Jermaine to this. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm just saying, looking back on the build to me. Right. Of like, course. These were three guys we had slotted into title matches at SummerSlam. It's just. It's just poorly. Ex it's. It's not just the execution. All of this is is poor. All of this is done really awkwardly. Now. You know, as I always say, there's plenty of time if they do something else, you know, I, I'll react to that then. Um, well, there's no time to, to, that's to the, like, do something else. There's point, no shows. At this point, they would have to book a match away from television, which, like, television, you've got to do five well, hours. I guess, I guess I would kind of hate this, but I'd also be mildly intrigued by this. What if they set it up at TakeOver? I mean... I don't really want. Like, I, 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 or 
Yeah, you're, and, um, now you're cutting so I, out. That's, that's the only place they... All right. It should All be right. good here in a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, look, and there's Brandon, hey. too. Um, like, they could do it, but why? Like, what What the fuck reason is there for that? Because you have no... You really want the match at SummerSlam? You completely screwed up, and it's the only way to fix it. I mean, I hear what, you. What are we talking about? How they're going to figure out what they're going to do about Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Um, I, I like, huh. and, and, and Aaron suggested you could try to make the match somehow at TakeOver, but, like, th- there's just no logic in Roman Reigns or Daniel Bryan being at TakeOver right now. Like, there's just nothing. Why would it be a TakeOver? Because where because else are you, you going to do no it? you have no shows between now and SummerSlam. So why can't it just be a SummerSlam? Did they, you, and that's obviously something they can do, but the point being, like, this is Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. Why wouldn't you have used no, all of the... they pro- haven't made the match yet. Right. Like why? I mean, they just put Goldberg on Raw like randomly a week before the event. Like, yes, I can and that's. See them... But at least it was on Raw. Do you right. think they're gonna run something online that's gonna? Well, it's... they did. They they did. They put a Daniel Bryan interview, but it was him denying that he had. No... He said, "I had nothing to do with it." But or, you know, but well, right. But then tomorrow there'll be a name, video. But he only did that after. Yeah. Tomorrow there'll be a video that's like we found surveillance footage of Daniel Bryan getting out of the car or something. I, I feel like this is their experiment into trying to create this angle that is sort of like you have to follow it online and in all these other ways. Like I mean, this is someone being a little that's too. That's a cute. ballsy. Yeah, got, say, that's a ballsy move for got, the, a premiere match at Summer. Yeah, God but not re- but not really because it doesn't matter if they do this match or not because they already have a full card. You know what well, I mean? That, that's a problem if it doesn't matter if you. have have Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan on the card. Yeah, I mean, we just said that. Like, nobody's complaining about the card that exists for SummerSlam, but to not have two of your top stars on the card and to pretend like that doesn't matter, that, that's a really weird situation to be in, like, as a whole for the company. But and, they do stuff like this all the time. Like, it didn't matter if John Cena was on WrestleMania. But you were accepting at that point that John Cena... John, that's, and, John, that's John but, Cena three years after right. he went into semi-retirement. No, right. but hold on. They did this with John Cena and The Undertaker. Right. That was, And at that point, you knew that John Cena was moving into part-time employment. But you, you also... like they, they did enough, though, to make you... You're like, we're we're getting this match, even though they haven't announced it. Okay, like, fine. You're right. They, but they, that's, that, was after, that was also after two months of build. They did two months of build for Cena but Undertaker. I, I'm not saying that this match. is a good thing they're doing. I'm just saying, like, whether they're on the card or not, like, these are guys that have not been on cards. Like, there have been plenty of pay-per-views that didn't have either one of these people on. How many, how many pay-per-views were these guys a healthy? SummerSlam or WrestleMania? Yeah. I mean, they were hurt. So, yes. Daniel right, Bryan saying, yeah, how many like times this, were these guys on the roster and Roman Reigns were injured? When they were on the roster... Is there a major card that either but of them but really that's, missed? That's overthinking it, though. No, I'm it's saying, not. I'm, my point is, like, they weren't on a card, so it doesn't matter whether they're on a card or not because anyone cannot be on a card at any time. Except you want I them think, to be the top stars of your company right now. No, you have to be on the not, card. But they're not promoting these guys as the top stars of their company they're, right no, now. Nobody's kidding themselves into thinking that Roman Reigns isn't being promoted. He's literally the fucking main event of your Tuesday night show. Brandon, you're being dumb right now. He is the no, top star in the no, company. No, no, no. Period. What, what main event storyline has he been in, in the he past was month? in the final segment of your tuesday night go home show he but, was but the show it's not defined though they don't there's no feud what, what you that's the problem there's with. no feud 
No, but that's that. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like they're they're they're, you're not, saying, they're not telling you this is the main event of the of the paper. You're saying that what what they're telling you is that Roman Reigns, what he's doing, is the most important thing that's happening in WWE because it has been the focus of the go home segments of the go home shows, and yet they're not going to have him on the card for your second most important paper. No, but he will year? be on the card. You guys are just mad because they haven't announced it yet. He's gonna be there. They're gonna fight. Like it's gonna happen. This is insane. You just don't like the way they're doing it. This is insane. But he's going to be on the card. I mean, there's no doubt about that in my mind. In sh- I, I can't fathom that he won't be, but right. it's insane that you would do it this way. This is nuts. You have it's ten- experimental. I mean, I think, I think that what they're saying is we have our title matches. We have all these other featured matches. There's nothing wrong with getting a nice little surprise thing. Uh, match i'm not saying that that's great or that they should be i'm just saying i think that's what they're doing i think they decided hey let's try something different here i, I mean and you know what you I, do this with you do this with a mid card right like this is how you treat mid carters and if if you're saying that that's how they view roman reigns no no no, no. Then, i'm not saying that's how they view him i'm saying that's where that, that's he is right now because him. he's not in the title picture so that's how they're treating this match they're treating yeah. this match as a mid card and that's what match. I said, and you guys disagreed with me. It, they are treating it like that. And but that's you said, ins- no, he's in the main event of the show. No, no, no. That's you can't insane. say both. No, no, uh, he's in the... That's what we're trying to explain to you. <laughs> it's insane for them to treat it this way because they've been putting him in the featured segments they have said on television for two weeks. There's nothing more important happening than Roman Reigns, period. Roman Reigns is what matters, and now they're treating his match like a mid-card match. That's bonkers. Well, I, think, I think it's a teaser. I think they want you to, to wonder what's going to happen. They want you to, to tune in to see what happens next. I mean, I think that's what this whole thing and is. And you think I, I more think, people are inclined to do I, I, I that. I want to see what happens next, but what's next shouldn't be the match. Also, That's the other problem with this. And maybe it isn't. Maybe they'll run a segment at SummerSlam like they did with, um, God, I can't remember. What was it? Was it like uh, Daniel Bryan or something? They just ran a segment to get to oh, the next Oh, I mean, they've done, like, the, the, the best comparison to this is the who ran down Stone Cold when he was coming back from injury. Right, yes. And they did a few segments on the pay-per-views like this. Right, and, like, and so maybe fine. there's a segment that's leading to something bigger. I mean, I think it's weird because it's summer. Like, if, if, exactly, it's and that's the thing. Extreme rules. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. This is what we're trying to get to. This is insanity. This isn't like, ah, hey, it's something. That, this is nuts. We have to I say it's a little it what it extreme. is. I don't think it's that crazy. We, we explain anything that's ever been like this before. But that—that's no reason to not do something. I mean, I mean, if you just want things to be the same all the time, then why are we even talking you're right. about the, this? The stuff, best way you know? to do something different is to not announce your biggest stars in a match before your second most important. That's the cool thing that we as fans were waiting for, <laughs> was for you to not announce your biggest stars to be in matches. That's the thing that's made us frustrated with WWE programming. You but it's two people. It. It's not all of them. I mean, I think this is an extreme position. I, it's, I, your I, two mo- it's, it's two of your five I mean, most important I, I people. I, this yeah, is one sure. of the strangest but things like, I've ever heard. But, like, but why? What, but why is this so awful? I just don't understand why it's so awful. Name anything about it that's good. I'm not saying it's good, but I'm not saying it's I mean, awful I, either. I'm just I, saying it's a thing that they're doing. Yeah, I, I don't we all have know that. Same opinion that, that I think this it's is a bad thing. Show or whatever. Like, I mean, I I am so befuddled by what argument you're trying to make. I really am befuddled by it, dude. Why? Like, what are you saying? You, I'm you're, saying it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't change whether I'm going to watch SummerSlam or because not. Because none of us, nothing's going to change whether we're going to watch SummerSlam. 
What the people that you're going for, are the people that looking for Roman Reigns that don't know if Roman Reigns is going to be on SummerSlam on Sunday because they don't watch this shit every week because they're not into it. You think it's a good thing that the average person who has seen Hobbs and Shaw and knows who Roman Reigns is doesn't know if Roman Reigns is going to be on the card on Sunday night? You think that's helpful for WWE? I think you're overshooting how mainstream Roman Reigns is. I don't think he's as mainstream I, no, as you think he is. Bro, well, hold on. Bro. But here's, I, I, think, I think you've gone too far to the mainstream, but here's the thing. Roman Reigns is supposed to be the guy who draws the, the, the pay-per-view box. I have no idea and, what to say here. Like, this and is, if, if first of all, if he's not that guy... That's a problem because... When's the last time the... he was in the main event of a pay-per-view? When's the, the last time the... he was healthy and wasn't in a major match at a pay-per-view? I, I, I didn't I say major say, match. Was, I said when's the last time he Because they've been made the main, main events event crazy right things before cancer. Past. Right before cancer. Exactly. So fucking year ago. So are you okay, telling but, me but he's are, the most important you... guy on the show? They've told you that. I'm not telling you that. They are. Stop it with me. They're telling you that he's the most important part of the show. They have centered the shows around Roman Reigns, period. That's what they've done. They did that work. This isn't Glenn's opinion. This isn't Aaron's opinion. They're but telling I, you. I, I, I have long been out. I have not been trained to believe the last thing on the show is the most important thing. It's the, the past entire couple. show. You're right. You know what? And you're right. It's not the single, like the, the main event, but he is getting multiple segments in every show. Literally like, the so entire are, so are show. So is the New Day. They're getting multiple segments in a show. If you're well, telling did, me because did, did Kofi gets a segment and the tag team gets a segment. Raw and Smackdown this week. Yes. No. Did they? No, you're saying that because you're trying to compare Kofi getting a segment and the tag team getting a segment. That's there, not true. It's two segments and it's the new day. No, but you're just talking out of your ass. Talk out of your ass on, right dude. now. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I don't know what bit you're doing. I don't know what this is. I don't know if this is just try to get people riled up. I have no idea. But it's borderline insane. You know what's going on. You know that this is crazy. You know how nuts this it's is. It's different. It's it's. Let's see how it plays out. I mean, I, I don't think it doesn't drive me crazy. I don't think it's going to ruin the pay-per-view. But you guys are acting like no it's one like, has oh, said awful, that you're putting thing. words into our mouths. No one has said this will ruin the pay-per-view i have said specifically this is insane and it is i'm not offering a hot take this is not glenn saying something crazy this specific thing is insane is this it bad is bizarre insane, insane i have no idea how they can make it good insane it would take something <laughs> unbelievable to make it a good insane it's not the end of the world. It's not going to mean that wrestling as it's known is going to end or that NXT won't exist anymore or something along those lines. You can take things at face value. This is insane. I don't know why you're trying to argue with that. I just don't think it's. I just don't think it's like. I don't know. No, I just feel like they're being really extreme you about, about it. This, I think it's. You're saying because I'm saying this thing is they're insane. Doing. This is the problem. You're saying that because I'm making a factual <laughs> statement about what's going on. What I'm really saying is WWE is doomed. I'm not saying that. I'm saying this is insane, and there is no argument that you have presented that would suggest otherwise. It's weird. Sure. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not weird. Oh my god. I just I just you're, you're screaming about it. I don't think it's <laughs> Because you're presenting about. these bizarre things. You're telling me that I'm talking out of my ass. This alone no, there's no, 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 no debate I'm about this. That. I just think I just think you're sounding a little bit too like you're screaming. Because like, you're being crazy. 
<laughs> because I came on here and made a factual observation about something and listened to someone tell me craziness in response. I th- okay. There is no way to argue this isn't crazy. This isn't insane. Does it mean that you can't have a good pay-per-view? Of course not. Does it mean that... Roman Reigns isn't still going to be the focus thing on television next week? Of course not. Although, strangely, you've tried to argue against that, (laughs) which is why I'm yelling, because this makes no goddamn sense. God! I don't know. I think you're putting words into my mouth a little bit. I I, I never said that he's not the focal part of the show. I just said he's not in the main event, and and he's not, you know? Oh, my God. (laughs) What main event is he in? What main event has he been in in a year? I mean... I, no, I don't. I don't have the words, man. I just don't have the words. Like, I, how? I'm making a factual. No, statement. you're arguing something nobody brought up. Nobody said Roman Reigns has been in the main event of every pay per view. You, you said he's the main event of the show. Of the show. You, you of WWE well, programming. He was. Yes. But we have not been trained that the last thing is the main event anymore. You don't have to watch the last segment. Watch what the show is focused, Brandon. You're not the show around him. You're not this obtuse. Like you're just not this obtuse. I don't know what the bit is. You. Know that they've structured the structure, structured the shows around screaming, Roman Reigns. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just putting it back at you. I'm like, only screaming, screaming because you're being purposefully <laughs> obtuse. Like you're suggesting that the shows aren't built around Roman Reigns or coming up with some bizarre this is qualification. A segment. I think they're built around a lot of people. Dude. It's been featured. Yes. Does that mean it has to main event SummerSlam? No. Nobody said that. <laughs> no one said that means it has to be the main event of SummerSlam. But it's stupid as shit that it wouldn't be an announced match. <laughs> I just like to hear you scream, so I'm just gonna keep God saying more shit it. to make I, you I, scream I'm more. gonna fucking pop a blood vessel. Apparently, I, I, I found something I'm really good at, so I'm just gonna keep doing it. I can't believe we just can't have a fucking conversation about what's actually happening without ending up somehow in the goddamn weeds over. Well, technically, on this week, it wasn't the last segment of the show. For fuck's sake, you know what's going on. Like you know what's going- it. I thought it was crazy. We don't know what's going on. No. What's going on? What's crazy is what's going on. That's the point. <laughs> no, you're right. It's, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know what they're doing. I, I, I just don't see, I guess, to get back to the main point of this, I don't see it as a huge detriment that we don't know what these guys are doing yet. It's, I think it's it's kind of neat to see, like, I mean, by the time this show is posted, we might know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Of course we might. Of course we might. And I but think you, we will, actually. I think that's, This is the biggest problem. You're doing five hours of television every week. That's not been that great over the years. The notion that you have so much going on that you could take something as important as announcing a match for SummerSlam and not put it in your five hours of television during the course of the week because you think you've been so scary good at doing those five hours of television that... You know, like, you can use something this big for some other thing, online, whatever, is apeshit. Do you think there's there's any possibility that they don't know where this is going? Of course it's a possibility. That would be the the biggest concern. If they don't know where this is going, that's... I mean, it's it's not like it's not a possibility. Like, this is a possibility, but my God, that's so much more concerning than anything else you could say. I mean, like, all of these... I mean, like, like, I'm not... not saying that i like no the scary thing is you're right yeah like 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 the reason i say this is because there were a co- like if you if any i assume both of you kind of peruse the internet to see yes, what people are saying about been ripping, this. like been... a couple people were saying they didn't know for sure whether they wanted this to be daniel bryan or not 
And if that's still happening, now I think that might be, I think what they did online kind of is starting to tell us that it is that they're going to go forward with this because why would they do that segment Look, i mean the, the idea that it was like there was at least going to be something around daniel bryan because if, if you looked really super closely at the the hallway footage you could see rowan like in the corner of the screen right, right? there was there was an idea that whether or not that's who did it like they were going in this direction and that that's actually it's very possible that it turns out it's not daniel hang bryan second, he's telling the truth it's somebody else what 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 did what's going on? Uh, okay, apparently Brandon had a duck out. I guess that's what's going on. Um, yeah, obviously they were going to go somewhere, right? Sure, they were going to yeah. go somewhere with Daniel Bryan. I agree with you. Um, it, it, I, I can't, I can't, I can't continue this conversation because I'm just going to keep back digging back. There's no scenario that involves this being good. There's sorry, nothing. I locked my wife out of the apartment. Uh, so the, the other the other thing is like it was just also executed really terribly yes all like, of this everything been... about this like not even just the overall just how the segments were shot how it was done was done terribly everything. i thought the car one was fine well except the fact that the car after you cut to commercial the car was perfectly fine like <laughs> well, little things like that matter well but didn't it not i mean if you if there you were no the part... dents in the car but there was there no dents no... when they wrecked either like then was, why are we supposed to, if it was just a tiny little, not even a fender bender, why the fuck are we caring? Right, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean it was a fender bender. I mean, it, it wasn't that bad. But, but it, it didn't bend a fender. Like, but, but, but the funny part about it is, is so they have the, Glenn and I talked about last week and you guys did separately, they did the first segment where it looked like he got crushed by like 15,000 yeah. pounds of speakers and then he's the fine, right? Fine. But in the little fender bender, his neck hurts. <laughs> you know. And, and by the way, we're we're getting the camera footage from the car that hits him, like stupid. I, I know it, it's it's a small thing in the big picture, but that just looks stupid. I, I mean, I I got nothing. I got I got nothing here. I can't. If I whatever I say, somehow it's I, I'm gonna be I'm the crazy one because I'm the one that acknowledges these things. I, I this is this is really again. Well, I think well, I think we're talking about two different things, right? We're talking about. What we were talking about at first was, okay, we don't know where Broman is going on SummerSlam. I'm not saying that validates how good these segments have been. These segments have been not great. I mean, it, those are they're two different things, right? Like, it's what they are doing here and whether it's good or not, and whether he has a match that's announced was what I was mainly talking about. But as far as, I'm not saying these segments have been good by any But stretch. I'm saying none of this is good. I'm saying there's yeah. you've not presented it's me one, one thing. That can okay. be concept good. is bad and execution yes, is bad. Yes, all of this is bad. There's I think just... the concept is fine if it would have been a month ago and not right now. Yes, right. Yeah, okay, know? fine. <laughs> yes. I mean, like, the concept of this being last minute is weird. Correct. This is the type of thing you do when you have six weeks to build a pay-per-view. Yeah. And you need to kill a yes. few weeks. By all means, do that. You got a fucking pay-per-view on Sunday. And again, <laughs> the pay-per-view itself is fine. Nobody's complaining about the pay-per-view. It's Roman Reigns, man. Like you... it's Roman, Re Roman Reigns, and it's SummerSlam. As as Brandon said, if it was Extreme Rules, fine. Yeah, not the end of the world. Not the and end of the, the world. And then this would be like a seg. Like, like they would continue this on the and by, and, like... and by the way, it would have made more sense because you could have had him get wrecked. Yes. You could have had him sit out for two weeks as this mystery folds out. And you could have had a good be reveal. Better. You could have done the reveal on the pay per view. Yes. All right. And yes. then and then actually led to a match at SummerSlam with actual build where you know who the person is and you know 
not have it but, be hey, the first step in many. You know what? God bless them, though, because we didn't spend much time talking about how awful, awful Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler is. So, you know, they did manage to distract from that somehow. You um, know what, though? I'm going to say it's not that awful. Oh, God damn it. For, for, God here's damn here's it. the thing. For what they're trying to do, for they want Goldberg to get a redemption moment. Yes. Like, Ziggler's the guy to do it against because he'll Correct. make a spear look like amazing. Goldberg he'll doesn't make, need a redemption does moment. Yes. Why in the fuck so, do we care if Goldberg gets redemption? Who I gives a shit? They, WWE cares, so whatever. God like, damn I'm it. fine with it. It doesn't bother me. Worry I mean, it's an eye roll moment. The right? Miz yes, doesn't like have a match at SummerSlam. The Miz. And we're worried about whether or not Goldberg gets a fucking redemption moment. The Miz will be uh, But fine. you know what? I See, this is a situation where I don't agree with their premise, but at least they executed it. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> and the crowd popped, so like, because what are you going to do, man? Like, yeah, the, the, Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh crowd popped for that and nothing else. Yes, fuck yeah, you, yeah, fuck you Pittsburgh. Fuck I mean, it was like, Pittsburgh. it was like, uh, CM Punk came out or let's something. Also, people went no, no, but let's crazy. not forget this so is the same. Do? This they is shat this, on everything else the entire show. Remember, this is the Goldberg. same city that gave us the countdown thing yes, last year. Fuck them. And so I love they, they lose wrestling privileges. Pittsburgh loses wrestling privileges. Although I will give them credit for booing the shit out of Rey Mysterio when it should have been Daniel Bryan. Good, good on them for that. Oh, <laughs> that that was deserved. God. Not to Ray, but to the company. Oh, the, the the Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was the best. All right, thing Aaron, I know you're going to have to go. Do you want to tell me quickly who your picks are for these matches? Um, can... let, let me just text it to you, and you, you can uh, say it all out right, real all quick. Right, that's fine. All right, we'll do that. Um, right. You want to plug? Get your plugs in. Uh, yeah, basically watch the Daily Line. We are now on in D.C., Philly, Chicago, and Bay Area. You can also find us at the NBC Sports app, 3 to 7 Eastern. Every day, so go check us out there. All right, and at the Aoster on Twitter. And, at the Aoster, Baltimore yes. Sun, whatever that is. All right, yep. um, there's Aaron. Uh, this is the Roman Reigns podcast. God damn it. I'm, <laughs> I'm just beside myself about everything. Um, I don't know. We're going to do our picks. we got to make picks for SummerSlam, so we're going to do that. But I need uh, a, a housekeeping. We'll take care of it off the air. Uh, I'm, I'm Glenn. He's, we never even introduced the people on this show. That's funny. I'm uh, Glenn, he's Aaron, he's Brandon, and there's no main event, 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 event. This is jobbing out. Baltimore's favorite bar is just 771 feet from home plate at Camden Yards. Sliders Bar and Grill is at 504 Washington Boulevard, just steps away from Camden Yards. It's the perfect sports bar for every season. This is the perfect time to book your private party or take the office to lunch. Feeding clients, take them to Baltimore's neighborhood sports bar, Sliders, for great food and drinks with some local atmosphere. You can book your private event on the second floor or on the outside patio, both overlooking the best stadium in baseball. See all of Sliders' daily specials or book your party at slidersbaltimore.com sliders baltimore's neighborhood sports bar visit them today yes i want a girl with a mind like a diamond i got to be honest with you i actually never watched the show chuck um, I didn't know that was the theme song. Oh, did you not know that? Really? I love cake. Well, I mean, who doesn't love cake? Um, I never watched the show. Like, legitimately never watched it. Uh, despite the fact that people tell me it was wonderful. Um, but, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big uh, cake fan, and so I always had a kind of a special place in my heart for the show Chuck because they used cake 
as the uh, the theme song. So uh, short skirt, long jacket, the theme for Chuck. Back in here, segment number two of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton, Aaron of the Duck Out. AJ may or may not be alive. He's out on tour right now. And uh, my God, I've seen some of the videos and some of the things that he sent us. And it looks like a wild time on his tour. So uh, if he checks in, he checks in. If not, uh, we'll post his uh, SummerSlam picks up on our Twitter account whenever we get them. By the way, you know, of course, the star of Chuck was... Uh, Shazam guy. Yeah, exactly right. Zachary Levi. Exactly right. He went on to become Shazam. Very good. All right, uh, let's make our picks for SummerSlam this Sunday night from Toronto. Um, We'll just pick the matches that as of... we're, We're taping this segment on Wednesday... So as of right now, we know a handful of, I mean, we, we know a bunch of the matches. If there are more added, uh, we'll share the picks online. That's the way that we'll do that. Uh, hopefully, Aaron will send me his picks at some point, and then I can start going through them. But in the meantime... Uh, do you have AJ's I, picks? Nope, don't have those. Brandon, we are getting by, man. We are just Sh- getting by. No, I was just going to say that's a shocker to me uh, that yeah, we don't have yeah, his picks. Yeah, real shocker. <laughs> All right, let's start uh, with the WWE Cruiserweight Championship, Drew Gulak and Oni Lorcan. Uh, I guess because those guys aren't here, I go first. So, um, look, I love Oni Lorcan. He's great. Um, I think at some point he would be a great Cruiserweight Champion, but I don't see them pulling the trigger now. Uh, I will stick with Drew Gulak. You know, this is one of those things where, um, like, if you watch the show, I think, I think, I think it's clear that Gulak is keeping the title, so I'm going to pick him. But, like, in the bigger scope of things, like, anything could happen. Because they don't, you know, I think this is one of those championships that they don't really, I'm not going to say they don't care about it, because they do. But I'm going to say I don't think they micromanage it as much. So, like, if they decide to toss it around, I wouldn't be surprised either. But I'm going to go with Gulak. Um, yeah, that's I, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I think that's the smartest thing. Right. They need, they should do that. Yep. They, they should have Gulak keep the title and build it up. Whether they will or not is a whole other story, but I'm going to go with Gulak. The non-title matches on the card. Uh, We begin with the aforementioned Dolph Ziggler v. Goldberg for some fucking reason. The right thing to do here (laughs) would be to let Ziggler beat him. That will not happen, and Goldberg will win. Yes. Um, Look, I can't can't say enough about how... You, you build a program for Dolph Ziggler and The Miz. You build a program for Dolph Ziggler and Shawn Michaels. And then you fucking say, here's Goldberg. It's weird um, as fuck. It's terrible. It's just, it's just dreadful. Um, if you always needed to get to if in your mind, it was so scary important to do something for Goldberg, then build a Dolph Ziggler-Goldberg program. Like, that's great. Not really. But, like, it's better than <laughs> this. Why, why, I, I, I mean, there's just too much. There's too much for me here. I'm just going to lose my mind again, and I don't really want to do that because I don't actually give a shit. Um, this is clearly the, the worst part of the card. Um, otherwise, it's a, it's a very good card. This sucks and hopefully will last no longer than 45 seconds because this shouldn't exist. Um, but yes, obviously. <laughs> and, and I, and I, it's, it breaks my heart because I liked off Ziggler. You know what I mean? Like, it breaks my heart that I, I would just rather send this to the fucking moon than have to watch this as part of the SummerSlam card. Uh, next one, uh, which, again, is a legend versus a current competitor, but a far more compelling storyline, Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. Um, this is interesting to me. It's been really weird what they've been doing with the three women's matches that are on the card for SummerSlam. That's something I wanted to talk about. I agree with you. And maybe we'll just pick all three of them in a row 
because this they're con- they're intermingling the, all these storylines, which of, I don't and I don't understand why. And none of it like, ter- terribly sensically. Like there's no real sense in why. Like they, is someone gonna come out at the beginning of the show and say all six of these people are fighting for both belts? I, <laughs> you know, like, like, like it, it, it. You know, I I understand why you would say that because like it's just been the weird way they've gone about doing this. Um, it was always a weird spot to be in with the matches that you picked, right? You have two faces competing against each other on SmackDown. You have a heel versus a face on Raw, but you know that the heel is... Kind of. Yeah, the heel-ish character of the two is going to be cheered in her, you know, in Toronto at SummerSlam. Why you've played into that and made Becky more of a heelish character in recent weeks, like, only sets up for more of a weird reaction on Sunday night... It's yeah. just very odd. And then to interject Trish Stratus and Charlotte and into all of it, all of this has been really, really bizarre. Um, ultimately, you don't do this to not have Charlotte win the match. Like, right. you, you do this to give Charlotte a moment of going over on Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus does not need a victory for any reason whatsoever, and it would be a joke if they were to give it to her. So Charlotte's the answer, but we just it's just been really weird. Yeah, I mean, this is the opposite of the Goldberg match. Like, this is this is like something like okay. Aside from all the weirdness with the other matches, I'm completely on board with this match existing, right? Because it's someone who, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into the Goldberg hate of like whether he can do something or not or any of that. I'm just saying that this is this is a match where you know you've got like the 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 um, Trailblazer versus the current best uh, female wrestler. Um, I don't think anyone should have any problem with this match existing. And and this is one you see playing out the way it should, which is that Charlotte should beat her. Um, so in that way, it's sort of the opposite of the Goldberg thing, which is like he comes back sort of to get hit over on people. I mean, for some reason, they felt they needed to give a... I, the, the, the deference that they're showing to two super part-time employees over the last couple of months the in the undertaker and goldberg to the detriment of their product is it's just complete batshit i mean it's utter batshit if if you were worried about where the undertaker and goldberg stood with you because of what happened in saudi arabia maybe talk to them about like something else you could do i don't know in the fall to keep like to do this when you've got shit that's hot and working and to just throw them into these things, the like the willy-nilly way that they've done it, it it's insanity, man. It's fucking insanity. And nobody's saying... I, I understand why any crowd would pop when Goldberg comes out, because it's Goldberg. Like, you pop that Goldberg is there at the event that you bought a ticket to. That doesn't mean that there's anything good from inserting Goldberg into a match at fucking SummerSlam. Like, you can get a Goldberg pop. You can get a pop from The Undertaker's entrance whenever you fucking want. You don't need to have him be the one that finally hands Shane McMahon a loss in order to do it. This is all crazy. It's just all insanity. But I'm with you that the Charlotte um, Trish thing I felt completely different about. Which is, you were in an awkward spot where you're, you know, arguable top female performer... I mean, Becky has been their top female performer of the year, but the overall top female performer of the last five years doesn't... Charlotte's the Hogan. Right. She doesn't have a match at SummerSlam, and you could have either, like, ham-fisted her into one of the title matches, or this is way better, and something that we all could say, hey, there's a lot of reason to do this. Like, all of this really makes sense. 
Trish is a super face. Charlotte's a super heel. There's the era v. era thing where you could still argue that Trish is capable of wrestling because she's not, you know, 60. Um, This works. This actually is very logical. And there's reason for Trish to want to measure herself against the great wrestler of the next generation because of the way that we treated female wrestling in the past. Like, all of this has great logic behind it, and I have no problem with it getting you know, a focus on Sunday night. I, I'm, I'm for it. And yeah, as we both said, like there's one, the right way for this to end is for Charlotte to get over on Trish because Trish goes away and Charlotte now has one more, you know, quiver in the arrow. Like it's makes all the sense in the yeah. world. Makes all the sense in the world. Let's keep going with the women's matches um, uh, for the SmackDown championship, Bailey and Ember Moon. Uh, this is another one where like, my common sense wrestling fan, like the way I'm trained to watch the show, would tell you that Bailey wins. But this might be like this injection that we've been seeing of like, oh, Nakamura wins the Intercontinental title out of nowhere. Like, I think this might be that moment, maybe, for SummerSlam. And I'm going to pick Ember Moon. That's wild. I, I mean, I like the theory. Um, I, you know, I love Ember Moon, I think she's incredible. And I think she's been badly underused um, on the main roster. I don't know that I felt that coming, right? But if your argument is this is the third of the three, so like this is the one that you could do something kind of crazy right. with. Yeah. I, I, I hear the argument. Um, I'm not ready to pull the trigger, but I, I like your. Th- I do like in theory why you would say that. I'm gonna stick with the you know Bailey being the obvious choice. It just it has not felt like a build. That should lead to a title switch just yet, but it it has definitely has not. But and, and it, that's why I said like I feel like I'm dumb for picking Ember Moon, but I'm, this is the one I'm going to go out on a limb and just say no, something I is mean, they're going to do something I, that's a little different. I would kind of somewhere dig it. on this card. I would dig it. I would dig it if it were to play out that way. I'm just not ready yeah. to pick it. Gotcha. Um, for the Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch and Natalia. Um, I love Natalia, I do, and I think that you can make an argument that she deserves a moment, um, and that this would be a pretty great fucking moment to give her. And I might be talking myself into it. <laughs> Holy mm. shit. Look, they, they, look, this is the same thing that you would say on the other side. Why? Why take the strap off of Becky Lynch right now? Why ease up on her heat? Um, yeah. And the only argument I could make for it would be that it's it's a hot shot thing that may nah you know what I'm not doing it either Becky Becky's the answer. So here's the asterisk. What's going on with Rhonda? Because well, this could be you know the Natalia Rhonda friendship uh, surprise. I mean we've already got Goldberg on the show so who fucking knows what else could happen? Um, what if we get a surprise Rhonda interference? that gives her friend the championship. Um, I'm not ready to go that crazy. I'm going to pick Becky. But I sort of, in the back of my mind, I'm like, how can they make this more interesting going forward? And uh, that could be a way, because otherwise Becky's just going to beat everyone forever. You know what I mean? Like, who's going to beat her? Like, there's, I don't see a foreseeable, like, serious candidate to take the title from her. So that's why I'm kind of like, well, Natalia works if it's sort of in this way um, where it eventually leads to Becky sure. Ronda, which is sure. if, who knows what's going on with Ronda. I'm just saying if she exists in this world still, that's the match I want to see. No, you know, I, I want to see that one-on-one match and that could get you there somehow. But 
I'm just going to pick Becky because I think that's the most logical, you know, thing. And I, I don't really see that. I don't know. I just don't feel confident that she's coming back into the fold anytime soon. I hear you. So. I, there's been nothing that has suggested that that's the case. So I, I hear what you're saying. Right. Um, but if you were going to do it, I would like to see that, you know, right, play out. Right. I get like it. Like that. I get yeah. it. Let's knock out these um, quickly. We still have to do I forget, I keep forgetting we have to do NXT picks as well. Um, let's go for the United States Championship, AJ Styles and Ricochet. I'm going Ricochet. Okay. Okay. I think I think we did this to give Ricochet sort of his big moment. I mean, I haven't been impressed with how they built this, though. I mean, I think they started out really well, and then, I mean, well, I mean this the week was all right, but I, I don't know. It, it's, it feels like... This feels more like the club is going to... Right. Whatever. The OC yes. is going to do something else. Um, at some point, um, but I do like having the multiple. I don't know, man. This is tough. I I, I want to pick Ricochet. I, now I'm starting to talk myself out of it, um, and I'm going to go AJ actually Son because with them having the belts, I think there's a bigger picture with ev- with all three of them having titles. There's some kind of bigger picture thing at play here, so I'm going to keep with AJ. I think. Well, that AJ was always my pick, and yes, I, I think the story has been the club and has not been this match, and so I think that means that there's got to be something more coming with the club moving forward. So I the mean, OC. Yeah, I'm sorry, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I, I actually don't even hate it as much as you do. So um, I don't hate it. It's Aaron that's been saying. Oh, is that who it was? Was it Aaron that hated it? All right. Aaron um, it. Because we don't do the segments anymore together, I always forget who says what. Uh, Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. This feels like it should be a quick pick. Uh, the Fiend is yeah, winning the Bray match. Bray Wyatt's winning the match. It was my pick, but that's fine. Um, yeah, Bray, Sorry. Bray, yeah, correct. Well, I mean, we all knew. Bray Wyatt's winning the match because it's Bray Wyatt. I mean... This first fucking match. For all intents and purposes. It'd be this absolutely is his first insane match. to do otherwise. Yeah. All right. Um, the three presumable main events for the night. Uh, we'll start with Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. If Kevin Owens loses, he will be forced to quit WWE. I guess there's still a possibility, like on the pre-show, they could revisit this and they could end up making it, you know, both ways. But as of right now, it's just Kevin Owens whose career is at stake. Um, Since you went first the last time, I'll go first on this one. Um, I mean, Kevin Owens has to win. (laughs) Like, he has to. He has to He has to fucking win. Um, You know, again, as I said the last couple weeks, oddly... You could argue that the only interesting thing that occur can occur at this point is that Shane would win, but I don't need interesting. Kevin Owens has to win this match. Like you, you fucked it all up and you didn't make it the the blow off that it should be. But Kevin Owens still has to win the match. So yes, Kevin Owens is my pick. Yep, Kevin Owens all, all the right. way. Very good. Two championship matches. Uh, we'll begin on the SmackDown side of things. Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. So, <laughs> I would love it. I, By the way, I would actually be in favor of it. I've actually changed my mind a little bit on this one. I feel like it depends on what they're like. Where is this going? Like, I like is this just the match, and then they're both going to go into other things? If so, I think Kofi has to win. If this is leading to more Kofi Randy Orton matches, then I think Randy Orton needs to win. But I just don't know. I can't see where they're going with it. I I don't really. I like the story they're telling. It's like Kofi could overcome this issue from 10 years ago, or it would be just as good of a story as this is the guy he can't beat. Um, if he's going to remain in the main event, if he's going to turn into Jinder Mahal and go away, I don't really like that. But 
I, I'm just going to pick Kofi because I think that's the better story. If you're going to lead to some kind of uh, something with him and Big E or, or something or whatever, I think it's better to have him. I mean, like we need to rack up the premier wins for Kofi if he's going to remain the champion. Um, so I, I agree with much of what you just said. I, uh, you know, look, I actually love the idea of having Kofi drop the belt to someone credible in Randy Orton and then giving us a program for the fall that we're right. into trying to see Kofi regain the belt. Like, I actually, I, you know, and I think you can drag that out too because I think you can get a non-finish at one pay-per-view yeah. and ultimately set it up for the, a big moment again for Kofi in the fall, particularly if you're not planning on Kofi necessarily being the champion going into next WrestleMania. Like, if your vision is that at some point around the Rumble, he drops it to try to get one more big Kofi moment out of this beforehand, kind of works. Um, it hasn't felt that way. It's felt more like a kind of an exhibition match. Like um, Randy Orton's going to go away after this for right, another couple months right. or something. Like, here's a big moment for Randy Orton at SummerSlam, and now he doesn't have to be a big focal point of the... Like, I, I mean, I would love for the other thing to be the case. I actually think that would be great. But ultimately, I think the safer pick is to go ahead and pick Kofi and for them to go a different way afterwards. And that brings us to the uh, presumed main event of the evening for the Raw Championship, the Universal Championship, that is Seth Rollins v. Brock Lesnar. Oh, it's my pick. Right. Yeah, that's how this works. Um, again, this is so tough anymore because you just don't know what Brock Lesnar's story is, right? Like, if he really is around more often, I, I don't know that you can't roll out of this with Brock Lesnar as your champion. Yeah. Um, if he's not going to be around, obviously I hate that. Like I just, I, it, I can't stomach it, but I don't think he's not going to be around. I think he's going to be around. I mean, I don't think he's gonna be around every week. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to, I don't no, think that, I think, but that's I think crazy. he's going to be around enough to hold the title. Now that's a whole other conversation because I know we disagree on that. Um, how often he should be around when he has I, the title. I but. think he should be around for every pay-per-view. I mean, that's, that's, I don't think that you should, you know, if it's one, it's not the end of the world if he misses a pay-per-view, particularly if it's one that has something else built in, like Money in the Bank or, right. you know, the Royal Rumble. Um, but I think that pay-per-view cycles should involve the champions. Like, I just, I, a, a pay-per-view cycle that eliminates the champion is just not okay for me. Um, that doesn't mean you have to be there every week. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that you have to be on the show every week. You show up once, you, you know, record some promos, and then you're there for the pay-per-view. That's, I'm good with that. That's, that's yeah. fine. Um, and ultimately I think right now Brock's the guy. Um, yeah. so Brock's, Brock's my pick. Brock Lesnar wins this one. Um, I think it would almost be crazy for Seth Rollins to have two wins over Brock Lesnar in the same year. I still think you could have that there and exist down the road to revisit it. Um, particularly when you consider Seth Rollins has beaten Brock Lesnar twice at WrestleMania, right? Like, I don't think yeah. that one win for Brock Lesnar means you can't go back to Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar at some point. Um, but I think Brock Lesnar wins here. I think Brock has to win, and the reason is a lot of what you said, but also you can't do all the stuff they did, and, and you can't tell us that Brock Lesnar is this, like, unstoppable monster, and then you can't have Seth Rollins limp into SummerSlam and beat him. Like, like... You can't kill Seth Rollins, essentially, and then credibly have him beat Lesnar unless there's something else at play here. Um, I just don't understand. Like, he's a, like he couldn't even walk to the ring. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And you can't tell him. You can't have the guy that beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania and the guy that killed John Cena at SummerSlam lose to 
Seth Rollins who can't walk to the ring. Like, you, you can't do that. Um, if they do it, I will be extremely disappointed. I think, you know, I think people are too hung up on the stuff about Lesnar having the title. and that, uh, You know, like, like, if we're looking at this credibly, like... He can't win. He can't lose this match. I'm fine with him losing, but this the, this doesn't feel like the right time. No, I don't disagree with that. Um, I think that's part of it. Too. Ultimately, if you're telling me big picture, what you're telling me right now on the show, big picture, is that your number one baby faces are Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Kofi, right? Yeah. So, in my head, like I want to see Brock Lesnar versus Kevin Owens. Yeah, somebody like, ne- somebody needs to be chasing in general. There needs to be a, a chase. And like, I think that would be a fun something fun that we haven't really seen on TV. I right. know they fought like on a house right, show or but whatever. As you, as you know, Kevin Owens is on SmackDown, Brandon. So yeah. Oh, you're right. We can't. You know, can't, won't we can't to, mix. Uh, be able to do that. Even, even though we had a SmackDown like number one contender match on fucking Raw this oh, week. Unbelievable. Dude. Um, it's unbelievable. <laughs> anyway. All right. I'm going Lesnar. All right, very good. Those are our picks. Uh, Aaron's going to send me his, and so we'll share those in segment three. And we also have uh, NXT picks to make in segment number three. So we'll do all of that next. I'm Glenn. He's Brandon. This is Jobbing Out. Around here, there are two kinds of chicken. Royal Farms' world-famous chicken and everything else. What's the difference? Royal Farms' chicken is always fresh, never frozen. It's hand-dipped in a secret recipe of herbs and spices and cooked on the spot right in the store. Chicken from anywhere else? Who knows? Hungry for some hot and delicious chicken? Get some Royal Farms' world-famous chicken. It's one of a kind. And don't forget the Western fries. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. I'm going to choose to fast-forward a bit in this. uh, (laughs) I'm sure it's a wonderful, dramatic build-up. But at some point, it feels like there needs to be an actual song here. <laughs> what the fuck is The Undertaker going to come out? Jesus. <laughs> that would be something. All right. Uh, back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark and Brandon Linton. Uh, I do have uh, Aaron's SummerSlam picks. Let me share those with you really quickly before we get into our NXT picks. Uh, Aaron sends his picks. Um, all right, here we go. Drew Gulak, Goldberg, Charlotte, Bailey, Becky Lynch, AJ Styles, Ray Wyatt, Kevin Owens, Kofi, and goes with Seth Rollins. Otherwise, we would have the exact same picks. He goes with Seth Rollins to defeat Brock Lesnar and retake the Universal Championship. So those are Aaron's picks for SummerSlam on Sunday. I also have his NXT picks, so we can throw them in as we go through this. All right, um, Saturday night. Oh, you know what? Maybe we should, before we get to NXT picks, Brandon. Yeah. Let's address something from last week because I heard from a couple people about it. Sure. Um, do you have anything you want to say about the fact that Despite the fact that there was only one match announced, AEW sold out Capital One Arena in two hours. No, I said I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Um, I, 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 I never. I said I didn't know what it was going to do. I said that's not what I would put out there. 
as the exciting the exciting thing but it, i also said it probably didn't matter and they should just say who's going to be there you know i mean honestly we both said we didn't know whether it was a sellout not sellout well, yeah, my point I mean, was it didn't matter if it sold out and that's what, what we well, were no, mainly I, talking well, about well those things like, those things i stand by i thought yeah. i thought you were being way over the top in your criticism of that like part of it and i just did i didn't say it would affect their sales i'm i was making the point that if they came out soft that wasn't going to help you know what i mean that was, it was a situational criticism it wasn't saying oh because they put this match out it's not going to sell out uh, i think we all anticipated the first i mean look what just look what they they're doing already their next two uh, events are in arenas that are like less than half the size of this one. Well, yeah, sure. Look, I and think, we talked about that fact. Right. You know that no, no, we, no. that's this, exactly this what was, I said was going to happen. Was, right. that they're, they're going big for the first event. You know, they're not going to be able to sustain it. We were talking more about big picture stuff than whether this particular show would sell out or not. Like, I don't feel like I have egg on my face with anything that I said. No, I do. I think, um, I think you should be embarrassed. I think you should be ashamed of yourself. Um, okay, well, that's fine. I, that's, I don't. I don't agree. Um, I. I I was just making the point in situational marketing that if, let's say you come out to half a house, like that match isn't going to help you sell the rest of the tickets. Yeah. But I, like ultimately, it didn't matter. They sold out two hours, and that's great. Yeah. All right. Um, but you could go back and listen to it. It's exactly the argument I made. Was all situational. It wasn't saying because they announced this match, the show isn't going to sell out. I'm saying they didn't put themselves in a good position for their second level marketing if they needed it you know I, I, um, and they didn't need it so it didn't matter i think you're a rat fink i just think that you're a terrible person i think you're wrong about everything and so that's not i don't, I don't really care enough to, to have an opinion about it <laughs> that's fine um I, but i'm still not care. the worst no that's true you know what you have not taken that uh role just yet by the way they did all announce another match it's just weird because they only announced like they an- i'm trying to remember exactly what it was like they announced it's a a three-on-three match, and like they announced the entirety of one team, but only one person on the other team. They did announce another match for the next event, uh, or for that for the DC event. It was like I a surprise tag team or yeah, something. Yeah, I just to team I, up I with someone. I don't yeah. remember who it was, unfortunately, but doesn't matter because they had already sold the damn thing out, so they are in good shape. All right, let's make our picks uh, for Takeover. Let's go ahead and do that. Uh, coming up Saturday night, also from Toronto, same building, Scotia Bank Arena. Um, for whatever reason, are we? Do we only have four? No, we have five. All right, five matches on this card. Very good. Uh, we will begin with uh, a match that is not for a title: Candice LeRae versus Io Shirai. So I guess who wins this match depends on who who you think is winning the championship match and who you think is the next challenger for the championship match. Because I think that that winner of this match is set up nicely. To do that, and in that context, I'm going to pick Candice LeRae since Io Shirai sort of already had that spot. The weird part is that I feel like because they've been building Io Shirai as such a badass, that but I feel like they have to do that to so that Candice can beat her. You I, know what I mean? I have felt the opposite. I have felt like they needed to find credibility in whoever they were going to ultimately have take the title off of Shayna. Correct. Um, and both of them need it. Both so like you could make the argument that they both needed something extra, and for Io Shirai it was to be this badass, beating the shit out of everybody. For Candice, it's to overcome a real um, competitor, which I think they've turned. Io, not that she never was. Not that I don't get on the AJ route where he's gonna freak out on me because I say that. I'm saying in the context of this, like I think you've built her up so that can't, beating her means something now, um, more than it did before, as like the babyface or whatever. 
Um, so yeah, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I feel like if you're gonna keep shit, I mean, I'm picking Shayna to, to keep the title. So I think if you have Shayna keep the title, it makes more sense to have the babyface Candice LeRae go after the title and Shayna. Because let's be very clear, Io Shirai is not just a badass. She is a heel now. Like I don't care what Aaron says. This has been a heel couple of weeks for her. It isn't just I'm a badass. It's like I'm beating no, the shit out of baby faces. I don't disagree with that, but I don't think when when you deal with badasses, as I said before, I don't think it's that hard to get you back to being a face. And I think except that, she's saying I don't need the people. And, right, I understand know. that, but it doesn't it doesn't take that long to position her against Shayna Baszler to suddenly say, hey, you know, I kind of like sure. the people, right? Like it's it's the it's, fans it's, are more susceptible to cheering for her. Yeah, correct because exactly right. Um, now th- I think there's a timing question too, right? Do you think that Shayna is getting called up? Like before WrestleMania, I I don't see how that makes sense. Now, in fairness, a lot of the call ups lately have not made sense, um, and <laughs> and the the post WrestleMania call up window doesn't appear to be the thing that it once was. So well, remember, they also call up people after SummerSlam and events like this too, right. Royal Rumble, right? But I don't think any of us seem to think that. that that's I, I don't know, not I, for Shayna, no. Right? I just don't see it necessarily right now. I don't know that the time frame is that Io Shirai has to win the belt at Royal Rumble weekend, um, but I, I don't even know if she ever has to, to be honest with I, you. I, I just don't think you've done enough to credibly suggest that any, anyone else right now could beat Shayna. I, don't, I, I think she's the only one that you've painted a story for that she could credibly beat Shayna Baszler. That's the, the issue that I have. Well, I'll remember, t- we've got four months or whatever until the next... I mean, I hear you. I hear you. I'm gonna. So that's why I'm pick, I'm picking Candice because right. I think she's right. the next contender for the title. I am going with Io Shirai, and as it turns out, as is Aaron. Aaron is also going with Io Great. Shirai. Um, next match, we'll go. Just go ahead and continue talking about the women. Uh, the women's championship match: Shayna Baszler and Mia Yim. I think this should be pretty simple. Um, Shayna Baszler. Yes, Shayna Baszler. Exactly right. And uh, Aaron is also going. With Shayna Baszler. So we will move on to the tag team championship match. The Street Profits, who I guess are on the main roster, but not really, take on <laughs> the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Um, what, what did Aaron say? Aaron is going with the Undisputed Era. Uh, I'll go ahead. I'll make my pick first, I guess. Yeah. Um... This is really tricky to try to figure out. Like, I, part of this Correct. is we're assuming that like they're the street profits are half on the main roster already, so we're mm-hmm. assuming that means that like that's what they're doing. But they've kind of kept them separate from the main roster in that they've just been doing these recap segments. So I don't think it's impossible to have the street profits retain. I think no. that you can keep them on NXT and still have them make appearances on main event programming. I do I mean, think... O- Oni Lorcan is still on 205 Live and NXT. Right. Now, that's a little bit different, you know, being 205 Live. But I hear you. And I would also... But I guess what I would say back is the problem I have is that what they're doing on the main roster, as I said a week ago, is already kind of starting to wear thin on me. Like, I think at some point, you got to do something with them. So I'm probably going to end up finding myself inclined to agree with Aaron and say the Undisputed Era takes the belts, um, and and we can get to where that might go a little bit later. Right. So I guess the question we have to ask ourselves is, are, is, are they going to get to the point where all these guys have titles? 
sort of, yes. And, and and so, like, if they are, then, you know, that's one thing. If they're not, you know, um, if that's not important, if they're going somewhere else, because to me, this is all this whole thing is a complete mind fuck because um, they're all con- all these matches are connected. So, like, to me, maybe they're not, but I'm I'm acting like they are. So to me, it's like, like we said with the women's match, I believe that whoever wins that match should be considered number one contender for the title. So then that affects how I view that championship match. In the same way, the next three matches <laughs> sure. sort of sure. affect how I think about each one. But I'm going to go with my strongest feeling, which I'm not going to reveal yet because it's not the match we're picking. And I'm going to go ahead and say Street Profits retain the titles. All right. All right. Very good. Um, we will go then to the North American Championship match as Velveteen Dream takes on both Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong in a triple threat match. Um, by the way, Aaron is picking Velveteen Dream to retain. Brandon. I'm also going to pick Velveteen Dream to retain. The only argument I think you could make, I don't think we're, I mean, are we, have we been led to believe pete dunn sticking around or is he still on nxt uk i, I, I gotta for, be predominantly with you, I, I haven't watched I, nxt I, I uk don't so i don't know and that's that's part of the problem is that i don't know the answer to that question so i you know that maybe would be kind of a dark horse thing i i don't know I, and then the other argument would be roderick strong if undisputed sweeping but i don't believe they are so i'm gonna pick velveteen dream as well um okay although it does give him an out to not get pinned and lose the title it does. It does. So that kind of bothers me. I'm going to pick Roderick Strong. Fuck it. I, you know what? <laughs> this is the, I, I'm doing it. Okay, this is the really tricky part for me, right? This is the really tricky part. By the way, for what it's worth, um, well, they've only announced three matches so far. They only have three matches announced for the next UK takeover, and he's not one of them, but they haven't announced a title match or a, like a – they've announced – Well, they, no, they did – the title match is Walter versus Tyler Bate. And then they have a women's title match, and they have a tag title match. Well, he's not going to be on it because he would be on. The, he would be in a more prominent I mean, match. I, I feel. Well, but I don't. I don't know what that is. It could be Cassius Ono. You know what I mean? Like I don't. I don't oh, know. good point. Um, here's my issue. Right, is I'm struggling with one of two scenarios. So I'll just paint it all out for you where I'm at. I'm struggling with one scenario. I still think we're getting ultimately to Adam Cole versus Roderick Strong. I still think Me we're too. getting there. Me too. So that can sort of happen one of two ways. Um, that can happen, I guess, by having Roderick Strong cost Adam Cole. That can happen by having Roderick Strong lose and kind of turn on Adam Cole. Um, the question would become, like, I, I think we would imagine that when it happens, you're positioning you know, the Undisputed Era with Roderick Strong, that Adam Cole is going face and you're positioning Undisputed Era versus Adam Cole. That's so, the way I think it should play. I agree with that. I think my problem is, how are we getting there? How are we getting them to split off? Well, with- there's one There's one asterisk in this whole pay-per-view, which is what is the what is the stipulation for the third fall going to be? That is true, too. Right. And, and if the stipulation is something that involves other people, like a lumberjack batch, or, I mean, that's stupid. I hope they do. it's not. Right. It. But I'm just saying if it's... Something that lends itself to getting other people involved somehow. That could be how that thing starts. Um, with the you know the undisputed era trying to help Adam Cole, but somehow costing him the match, um, or, or 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 just straight up costing him the match. I don't see any work they've done to get there yet, though. Because you almost have to have some kind of falling like 
You know what I mean? Like, I there has I to be some, like, like and this is the tricky chinks part. in the armor first, like, right? The, the tricky part to me is, again, what's the scenario where you do that and... Yeah. Like, I feel like they started to do this work and then went the other direction, you know? Like, the, there was a couple things that they did, like, a month like, or two right, ago. Exactly where right, exactly right. Where you were like, 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 here's the oh. problem. If, if, if O'Reilly and Fish are tag champions, why would they have any beef with Adam Cole? Right. Like, they're, they're in a good place. Why would they be inclined to turn on Adam Cole? Um, I, I'm struggling with how you get it all done, but ultimately, I come away from it saying, I think in order to get Roderick Strong to be the heel, he can't win the belt. I think he, there's got to be something he's angry about. And so... I don't know. Now how you're talking I, me out of this. Right. Well, you already made I your agree with you. <laughs> fuck you. You already made your pick. You don't get to steal mine. Um, Velveteen Dream uh, is my pick. He remains the uh, the North American champion. So that's. I mean, but it's convoluted, man. It's really convoluted. Well, there could that, be another thing where, like, I mean, it could happen a variety of ways. I mean, I think we we all believe Adam Cole should be the face, but what if they don't? They don't I mean, believe that's, that. That's 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 fair, but. Then, then Roderick Strong wins the title. Adam Cole loses. So then Roderick Strong can say he's the only, you know, he's the yeah, better leader because he's the one who yeah. won his match or whatever. Right. I mean, there's like a variety of things they could do. I think, um, and then separately from that, are any of these guys getting called up? Which oh, I don't think right. any of them should. Right, that's a fair question. Because they clearly have not demonstrated that um, they know what to do with these guys yet. That's fair. So, man, I don't know, but I'm sticking with strong. That's fine. Okay. But like, let's just segue into the main event. All right. Yep. Let's go right to it. So uh, obviously that leads us to the uh, championship two out of three falls match between Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. For the record, Aaron has picked Adam Cole. Are we picking the falls? Um, we've never done that before, so okay, no. So Gargano chose a street fight for his fall, and Cole just chose a singles match, which right. like right, That's, okay, yeah, right. Fuck you, man. But it's a great, great heel move, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Regular match. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to really stack the odds against you because I'm going with a match. Um, I, I, I guess technically this is your – you get first pick. I'm picking Johnny Gargano. Whoa! Um, I am. The reason I'm picking him is because what happens like what happens to him if he loses? I think Adam Cole has clear paths to to go. I think ultimately we are going to get the uh, the big Gargano Tommaso Ciampa match that we all were supposed to get last year. And I think that I mean if he loses this match, there's no more Adam Cole Johnny Gargano. You can't keep doing this. So I think that Johnny Gargano wins. But I don't need more Adam Cole Johnny Gargano, right? And, like, Gargano Ciampa is always Gargano Ciampa no matter what. But um, they didn't get the big title match that was supposed to happen. But And I, and but, I feel like they still want that to but happen. But that couldn't come because Tommaso Ciampa takes the title off of Adam Cole? And it could, but like, I, I think, I think like they want these guys up in the main roster. So I think the quicker way to do it is Johnny Gargano has the title. Ciampa comes in, they do whatever, and then. Well, but when do, uh, when do we think Tommaso Ciampa is you know? ready to, to have a match? What? When do we think he's ready to have a match? I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. I mean, that's that's part of this too. Like, for me, um, I could see a scenario, and I'll just here. I'll flush this out this way. Cole it takes a long time for him Cole, to come back, Cole so they've got a lot of time to do well, things. Right? Cole defends here, then he does Roderick Strong uh, Royal Rumble weekend. 
and then he gets past Roderick Strong and or sorry at, at um, Survivor Series. Survivor weekend. Series. Then at Rumble weekend, it's him. But versus... remember, Survivor Series is war games, so there might not even be a title match. It's possible they don't do that. That's also possible. Um, but that could also be the blow off because it could be you know Roderick Strong and or it could be the Undisputed Era versus Adam Cole and his two buddies, you know whoever that would be. Um, you mean wait? You mean Undisputed Era is Adam Cole? No, I'm saying that if it's if they split off, if it's oh, if, if there's a break, it'll happen that quickly. Yeah, absolutely, it could happen okay. that quickly. Okay. So Roderick Strong and Fish and um, O'Reilly. Versus, versus Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and a secret partner who correct, is Tommaso Ciampa. Correct, something like that. <laughs> then you could ultimately turn that into Tommaso Ciampa versus Adam Cole at Rumble weekend. Ciampa wins the belt back, and then you could have Adam Cole go to the main roster. Ciampa versus Gargano for the belt WrestleMania weekend, the way that it was supposed to be. Like that, that math, I like. That works. I like. I that just math. don't see Adam Cole going up before those other two guys. Uh, for some reason. I mean, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. All right, uh, those are our picks. That's it. Let's uh, get some plugs in. Uh, Brandon, what's coming up at Ramshead Live? So, um, vamp, vamp, vamp as I look up. So we oh, just announced oh, yeah. um, All That Remains in Lacuna Coil. That's a match that wrestling fans should like. Uh, or it's a match. That's a show, show that wrestling right. fans should like. It's in October. Um, the exact date is October 19th. It's a Saturday night. Um, in this moment is also playing October twentieth. Um, Baron, fact: Baron Corbin used to date the lead singer of In This Moment. Um, I, also, we got two I, nights of Against I Me playing all their good records in October the twenty fourth and twenty fifth. Uh, lots of other shows. Just go to ramsedlive.com and check all of them out. Of course, you're on Twitter at Brandon Linton. Um, AJ is out on tour right now, and you know, God knows it's two o'clock right now, so he might just be waking up from the night before. Uh, but you can find out about what he's up to at AJ Francis 410 on Twitter and Instagram, and he'll be back with us when the tour ends. He's wrestling, he's rapping, he's doing all sorts of stuff, he's posting some great content all over social media, some crazy shit that they're doing on that tour. So go check it out there. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is my website. Thanks for continuing to bear with us as we try to work through our scheduling issues and keep the show going. Appreciate it. Enjoy SummerSlam. We'll talk to you next week. For uh, Aaron, for Brandon, and for the main event, Vent. Vent, 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 Vent. Vent, 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 Vent. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Brandon, you do it all. Jobbing Out. Fuck AJ and cancer.